Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Well, a couple of weeks ago on my radio show, I read a question and responded to a question regarding what happens to Christians immediately when they die. Do they go to heaven as disembodied spirits and then get resurrected later, or do they become resurrected right away? My answer was that both were true because God is completely removed from time. The resurrection of the dead doesn't happen until the second coming of Jesus Christ when he resurrects those who have died in Christ, having given their lives to him. And then some who are still alive at the time receive what's known to many as the rapture. That's somebody getting resurrected without experiencing physical death. But what I said was since heaven is in eternity and God is removed from time, from the point of view of the person who dies, they get resurrected immediately. From our point of view, the point of view of the loved ones who buried the person and that person is not going to resurrect until the day Christ returns. So you get resurrected the day you die or the day Christ returns, whichever comes first. Now, a supplement question to that, and a question that frequently challenges this, that suggests we do go to heaven as disembodied spirits, says, well, what about the passage in Corinthians? And there is a passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, which says absence from the body is presence with the Lord. You may also remember how I answered that. I said, well, yes, you are absent from this physical mortal body. This body ceases to exist, doesn't think anymore, isn't conscious anymore. The soul is separated from the body, but the soul goes into eternity and immediately reconnects with your resurrected body. Now, I said that based on the totality of theology, but what's interesting is if we take a second look at that chapter, the very chapter where that verse comes out of, absence from the body is presence with the Lord, Paul is actually telling us the same thing right there in that chapter. Let me read the entire chapter to you, commenting as I go. The words of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. Now, in context, Paul has been talking about some of his hardships and the limitations of this mortal body. In fact, because you know, the Bible wasn't originally broken into chapters and verses. So to get the good context of chapter 5, let's go back into chapter 4, what we call chapter 4 and 5, to the Corinthians, it would have all been one letter. And we see him literally talking about the resurrection back in 2 Corinthians 4, 14, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many rebound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet our inward man is renewed day by day. So his outward mortal man is perishing, his inward man is being renewed, but he started this conversation by referring back to present suffering and then going on and saying that as Christ rose from the dead, we are going to rise from the dead. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now we go into chapter 5, and he compares our earthly body to a tabernacle, a tent, a house. He uses that kind of terminology. For we know that that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in heaven. So in context, since he already stated he's talking about the resurrection, he's already talking about life and death.
death. We're talking about the house we live in here, the house being our body, compared to the house we're going to get in heaven, which is the eternal body. For in this, he says, we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. If so be that being clothed, we will not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that we could be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that has wrought us for the self, same thing is God, who also has given to us the earnestness of the Spirit. Therefore we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. So there's that verse, that verse that so frequently is taken out of context. So home in this mortal body means absence from God, but when we leave this body, we go to be in God's presence. He continues in verse 7, for we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body to be present with the Lord. So again, this is one of those things where Christians argue about it. We don't usually have nasty arguments over this one. A lot of nasty arguments over other things, unfortunately. The squabbles Christians get into that they shouldn't because our unity is Christ, and the only thing we absolutely have to agree on is that Christ rose from the dead and died for our sins, and he's the way of salvation. That's the important stuff. Stuff about heaven, boy, that's fun to think about and will sure be important when we get there. Sure is a hope when one of our loved ones passes away. But yeah, Christians in somewhat of a friendly way argue about this, but they're both right to a degree. It is true that absence from this earthly mortal body is presence with the Lord, but when we are present with the Lord, we are immediately put into our resurrected body in heaven. This is clearly stated by Paul in the very place that says absence from the body is presence with the Lord. All we have to do is back up and we see that it is our resurrected body, which Paul was talking about ultimately all along. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious.